can fully grasp how far and how fast we have come. There is no strife, no prejudice, no national conflict in outer space as yet. Its hazards are hostile to us all. Its conquest deserves the best of all mankind. And its opportunity for peaceful cooperation may never come again. That's it. The mission's primary goal has been achieved. We're looking at a large single cell, biological. I'd hate to jump the gun, but I think it's time. We're looking at the first proof of life beyond Earth. You're finally a daddy. It's going to be a big custody battle over this one. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's the 14th day of movie month. Yes, it's my fifth annual movie month. In which 30 days I watch 30 movies and do 30 podcasts like this one right here. Oh my God. I loved this movie. Uh, I remember when it came out thinking, oh, it's another space movie. It's another like alien type thing. And that's pretty much what it is. Um, hello everybody. And welcome to day 14 of movie month here at fansladexperts.com. And today I'm talking about the 2017 sci-fi movie life. Now, I'm going to talk about this movie, and I'm going to spoil it. So if you haven't seen it, or if you want to see it, you don't want to be spoiled, thank you for listening, thank you for downloading, but stop now. Or at least save us, and then go watch it. This movie was so cool. Now, it had that tropey sci-fi thing, where there is a crew, and they are trapped with an alien. But there were some neat things uh, within the movie that just really, I just thought were really well done. So the movie stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds, and Rebecca Ferguson. I do not know who Rebecca Ferguson is, but she was one of the major leads in this. And I thought, why is she being uh, named above Ryan Reynolds? I don't, I don't recognize this name. And it made sense about a half hour into the movie. Ryan Reynolds was the first crew member to go. So 
and he played his kind of jokey, you know, sarcastic self. Um, but he died heroically saving one of the scientists. Uh, so let's just give you the quick rundown of what this movie is. Um, International Space Station. Seems like it's current times. This isn't the future. This isn't some galaxy far, far away. This is basically uh, set in the real world that we live in. There was a satellite that went to Mars and collected some samples and was coming back. The satellite uh, kind of got hit off course, but they, the International Space Station was able to catch it in midair. I'm not sure how that was necessary, if that was necessary, but it kind of showed the, what the crew can do and what at least Ryan Reynolds' job was for the crew. He caught the, he used the like a, an arm to catch this satellite coming in, and it was just samples from Mars, and in these samples they found a cell, an organism, that one of the scientists studied. And the more he studied it, the more he spent time with it, he actually saw that it was expanding and growing and adapting. And at one point, um, I think, oh, geez, what happened where they, they had to abandon it? Anyway, at one point, it was not moving. It was not doing anything. Um, and so they decided, well, I'll just give it a little electric shock to try to wake it up from this hibernated state. And he shocked it a couple times, and the thing kind of snapped, grabbed his hand. This little tiny creature, grabbed, little, little like almost like a, like a starfish kind of thing, grabbed the guy's hand, squeezed it, ended up snapping the, the, the tool that he had that shocked the little thing. And from there, pretty much all hell broke loose. He, it was very uncomfortable how he, this thing just wrapped itself around the dude's hand and crushed the hand. Uh, and it just started growing. It looked like it was feeding off the blood of the hand. And, and then it grew. And then it was running around the room. And then it fed on Ryan Reynolds, who saved the guy who broke his hand. And then it, like, it went into Ryan Reynolds' mouth, like uncomfortably gross, in through his mouth, came out bigger. And it was just like, it was on at that point. Crew members trying to seal things off. This thing was, it was getting smarter and adapting. It was trying to figure out holes to crack, to get through, crack its way through. Uh, and at one point, um, they get a signal back to Earth. So Earth sends a crew and they're thinking, oh God, they're here to save us. And no, they weren't there to save them. They were there to push them further into space because this thing could not get to Earth. So... While they're on the International Space Station, they, oh, while that thing came, that, that backfired. Those guys died. One another crew member died. It was down to this Rebecca Ferguson and Jake Gyllenhaal. They were the last two people left. And they realized, look, um, we're going to go. This space station is going to burn up. We, they got knocked off course. It's going to burn up going into reentry. So they're thinking... You know, we won't survive this, but we don't know if the alien will. The alien was nicknamed Calvin, named after a, a school on Earth because this whole mission was a, just a worldwide uh, phenomena. And, you know, a, this, a school actually won the contest to name the organism, which then turned out to be a crazy alien uh, killing machine. So they realized that this thing could still you know, live through reentry. We don't know. We really can't let it get to earth. And Jake Gyllenhaal has a great idea. There are two life ships. OK, 
okay? One, um, they can trap the alien in. He could trap the alien in and fly off into deep space, sacrifice himself, but also make sure that the that the uh, alien never gets to Earth. And the other one, the woman can use that she can go back to Earth and, and land safely. So they run the plan, and it runs perfectly. He lures this thing in to to the ship, takes off the thing, just covers him up. He does a manual override. Meanwhile, she presses her button, and... She, you know, she, her thing takes off and she just lets it do her thing. He does the manual override. She does her thing. They're going, it's, it's going crazy. Uh, hers gets knocked around a little bit, but then it, then everything seems to be on course. His, he takes control and you see as one ship lands, you know, comes down to earth and another ship just tumbles off into wide space. And you, and you, and you, and you, my, my first thought was, eh, you did it. And then the, then the capsule comes to earth. Lands perfectly in in an Asian, you know, somewhere in Asia, and these two fishermen come upon the capsule, and that's when I paused it. I paused my my uh, my TV, and I said to myself, "What if they did the whole switcheroo here? What if they made us think that she landed like she was supposed to, and he went off into space like he was supposed to, but they did the switcheroo on us?" And I just. I had this big grin on my face. This was, and the fishermen got closer, the fishermen got closer, and they looked inside, and all they saw was Jake Gyllenhaal surrounded by just this, the alien, which got humongous and just took over the whole ship. And you realize they pulled the switcheroo, cuts back to the, to the, the capsule hurtling away in space, and it's the woman freaking out. Ah, she's going away, and she's flying off into space into nothingness. And where he, she'll probably just die of starvation while he is on earth saying, don't open the capsule, don't open the capsule. He's screaming at these fishermen as other boats show up and they open up the capsule and you realize earth is screwed. It was like, it was like a nice little twilight zone ending. Just the whole twist. He, oh, and I, right when, when they showed him, I pumped my fist and I went, yes, just cause I wanted, I didn't, I love these, these dark endings. I didn't want the happy ending. I didn't get the happy ending. And to that made me happy. And maybe it was more telegraphed. Maybe, you know, maybe other people say, oh, there's that Twilight Zone twist ending that, you know, you could see coming from a mile away. I didn't see coming from a mile away. I saw it coming from about 50 feet in the ocean, in the, in, in the away, when the boat started going up to the capsule. I said, wait a second. Did they do the switch route? They did it. I'm happy they did it. And I, it made the whole film worth it for me. It made me enjoy the film that much more. And it, it was, you know, it was not a super long movie. It was like an hour and 40 minutes. Um, you know, they had little, at first I'm listening, trying to listen to every detail and what they're talking about. And I was like, what, what are they saying here? Uh, it, it, none of that really, really mattered. It was about getting this alien. The alien was very cool looking. It had, it was almost like a jellyfish meets a, uh, uh, as I said before, a starfish. It crawled around like a spider. It seemed to like adapt to things. At first, it was looked like it turned it like when it was little, little. It kind of made it, it turn itself into a little finger to touch the human that was making contact with it. Then later, it was before it ate a rat. It kind of swayed itself to look like a rat a little bit. And then I think at the end, you know, it kind of. It almost looked like it had a head on shoulders, and I don't know if it if that was the full alien or if it was adapting itself to kind of you know mimic what it was seeing. I'm not sure, but when it was take when it took over the whole capsule, I mean, it looked just like just like webbing and a living 
organism that's just spread out everywhere. And Jake Gyllenhaal was still alive and just begging them to not open the capsule. He'd worked so hard, he failed. And then, of course, you just assume that the alien got out, killed all those fishermen, spread out longer, spread out more. My original thought was that the twist was going to be there are two aliens. He got away. You think he won. You think he, you know, you think that Jake Gyllenhaal won by, by sacrificing himself. She gets to Earth. She gets out. And then this little thing comes out with it or something like that. So I, I was hoping for some kind of twist. This one was better. The whole what you thought you saw, you didn't actually see. You saw what you saw, but it wasn't what you thought you saw. Or you know what I'm saying. The switcheroo. They pulled the switcheroo. I'm very happy they did. Good movie. Um, I got it on DVD. I don't know if, where it is, how you can get it to it, but uh, I spoiled it for you already. So as I said, I hope you watch this, or I hope you wanted to see You You didn't want to get spoiled. And that's all I got. So thank you very much for listening. This was, uh, I'm really glad I watched this movie tonight. Now, tomorrow, totally different. I had a movie planned that I have on DVD. I had a movie planned I was going to watch. Actually, it's on HBO. Um, but it's Friday. I'm on vacation now. My wife's going to be at work. And I might once again be going to the theater to see a movie. I was looking at the movie theater, and there's this little movie that I've heard a lot about. And it starts at 9.45 in the morning tomorrow. And that's basically, I might bring my breakfast in with me, okay? So I might go see this movie. I'm going to see what else is there, but I might go see this movie. But that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Today was all about life. Um, and again, thumbs up. I really liked it. Um, if people ever ask me, is it worth seeing? I would say, yes, watch it. It's good. Obviously you listened, you've already watched it or you don't care enough about spoilers. And that's it. Thank you for listening. My name is Mike. Obviously you know that, but did you know that you can follow me on Twitter? I beg of you to follow me on Twitter. Geek mentality. Every single post that we do for the for the movie month is on Twitter at Geek Mentality. Fans Not Experts. There's a Twitter for that too, but that's our website. It's fansnotexperts.com. I'm also on Instagram. Every single post of every movie we've ever done is on Instagram at Geek Mentality. At the end of this, there will be 150 posts from 150 movies that I've watched over the last five years. Tomorrow will be the halfway point already of this year. It's crazy. June just flies by. Uh, so Instagram Geek Mentality, Twitter Geek Mentality, Facebook is Fans Not Experts, the website is fansnotexperts.com, and that's it. On iTunes, it's Geek Mentality, but you can find all of that by going to any of the links on any of these social media platforms. We're there. We'd love you to, we'd love you to find it. I don't do a lot of podcasts besides the movie month. I do a podcast this on here for uh, Stranger Things. So when that comes back, you'll see more episodes there. I'd like to do more because, heck, all I do is walk around outside with my phone. It's not like I do really much preparation. It's just a place for me to talk and think of things. So hopefully I'll do more. I would love if you subscribe. Stick around. You know, maybe I'll do something cool. I don't know. Now I'm talking like a server. So that means I'm done. So that means I'm done. So that means I'm done. The fact that I've repeated that three times means I am really done, okay? All right, dudes. Check you later. And until tomorrow, man. Dude, this movie was awesome. Here is my theme song.
This is my podcast, I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time. And I'm kinda handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this episode. Fans not expert.